You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. Each week, I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to take back control of your time by reframing your mindset and managing your money to achieve lifestyle freedom. Take the first step toward regaining control of your time by downloading your free Lifestyle Freedom Starter Guide at rowthomas.com start. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Wealthy-esque. I'm so excited that you joined me today because I know that you're super busy and so for you to take a little time out of your day to spend with me means a lot. Today, I want to talk about making yourself a priority. When's the last time that you put yourself first? When's the last time you practiced intentional self-care? It's such an essential part of our lives, and so many of us overlook it. If I asked you to list out your list of priorities, if you're like most of us, you wouldn't even put yourself on the list. You have everything and everyone else on your list but you. I get it. That was me not too long ago. And truth be told, I still have to check myself sometimes, but I'm definitely making strides to do better. So while you're going through and trying to make sure that everyone else is taken care of and trying to do all the things, you have to prioritize yourself. Your life cannot revolve around everyone else. In this profession, we have so many demands on our time. We've got the billable hours and the meetings to discuss the meeting before the meeting and the emails and the client calls, the fire drills. And then in our personal lives, we have even more demands. We've got spouses and kids and extended family and friends and other commitments. With all that we have going on, it's so easy for us to forget about ourselves. We go and go and go and give and give and give and then completely neglect ourselves. Friend, if you're going to take back control of your time, you have to make yourself a priority. So let's talk about it. Today, I'm going to share a story about my own struggle with making myself a priority, why making yourself a priority in your own life is so important, and a few tips to help you put yourself on your priority list. Okay, story time. When I had my first kid, I decided that I was going to make it into the office around 7 so that I could get all my hours in and leave by four to get him from daycare. He was a baby baby at the time, and he was going to bed at like 7.30 at night. And so I wanted to actually be able to spend time with him before he went to sleep. I would get up at the crack of dawn and basically throw on clothes, throw my hair in a bun, barely did makeup, if any. And then I went to get him up and get him dressed and run around and all. And my husband was a resident at the time. And there were a lot of nights where he was on call and had to spend the night at the hospital. So I was on my own a lot. So anyway, I get the baby up and I feed him and get him dressed and got all the bags in the car and got him in the car and got out the door so I could get on the road because I'm in Atlanta. And if you don't know, Atlanta is an hour from Atlanta, right? Like traffic is awful here. And I didn't want to be caught in morning traffic. So I would get out the door early And I usually made it to daycare in like 20 minutes or so. So after I would get him situated at daycare, maybe I'd chat a bit with his teachers 
And then I run on to the office and the office is right around the corner from the daycare, which definitely makes things nice. But once I would get to the office, then I would be in there head down doing my work pretty much until it was time to go. Like sometimes I go out for lunch, but I typically would eat at my desk. So then I'm running to pick him up again and head home through evening traffic, which was more like 30 minutes. And I eat dinner with the family and bath time and bedtime and then clean up the kitchen and maybe hang out with my husband for a little while, depending on his work schedule, and then start getting ready for the next day and go to bed. That was pretty much my day every day during the work week. I wasn't spending much time doing things that I enjoy. For example, I am a fairly girly girl. Like I love fashion. I love shoes. I love makeup, all that. And I wasn't doing those things. I just wasn't putting the time that I would normally put into myself because I was so concerned about getting my work done and billing these hours and spending time with my baby. I also didn't really do things on the weekend because I had all the mom guilt from being at work all week. And so I wanted to be there at the house on the weekend so I could spend time with the baby. Plus he was so little and literally depended on me for his nourishment. So there's that. My husband encouraged me to go out just because, you know, to take time for myself or meet up with friends or things like that. And I would go when there were events, like if somebody was celebrating something, but just to go meet a friend for lunch on a weekend, I wasn't really doing that kind of thing. I was hardly spending any time on myself or doing things just for myself. And it definitely took a toll on me. Like I was snappy, I was irritable and just felt tired. And I started to realize that I had become my kid's mom, as opposed to Ro, who happened to have a kid. I really lost myself and it didn't feel good. Like, can you relate? I started to regain some sense of myself as he got older, especially as he became less dependent on me. But it really wasn't until my second son was born and I had this feeling of just failing at life. And I was telling my therapist that, I wasn't the wife I wanted to be or the mom I wanted to be or the lawyer I wanted to be. And she asked me that pivotal question. What about the you you want to be? And working through that question is when I really started looking at how to make myself a priority because the snappiness and the impatience and the just overall down feeling that wasn't the me I wanted to be at all. Like it's hard to show up for everybody and everything else when you aren't showing up for yourself. If you're just pouring out for everybody and not taking the time to refill, there's nothing left to pour. You can't pour from an empty cup, friend. I had to learn to practice self-care more regularly, more intentionally, and to make it a priority. And it's done a world of good for me. I know how important it is. So that's a bit of my story, kind of condensed version anyway. But now let's get into why making yourself a priority is so important. I think a lot of times people feel like doing things for themselves is selfish or indulgent. And that's just not the case at all. We have so much shame around doing things for ourselves. Who am I to do this thing? Oh, this feels frivolous. This isn't productive, so I shouldn't be doing it. I don't know where this whole idea that we have to sacrifice ourselves and our well-being and always put ourselves on the back burner came from, but I truly believe that we make time for what's important to us. And the fact that so many of us don't make time for ourselves is telling. 
the thing you need to ask yourself is how important are you to you? The way you spend your time can give you some insight there. Putting ourselves first is essential to showing up as our best selves and it's best for everyone around us. When you're always spending your time focused on everyone else and everyone else's priorities, then you have no time for your own priorities and what's important to you. And then that leads to feelings of unfulfillment and even resentment. We make the choice to elevate other people's wants and needs above our own. We're all adults here. We can make decisions for our own lives without someone giving us permission to do so. And if you truly feel you need permission, go look in the mirror, tell yourself, I give you permission to take care of yourself. The end. Time is our only finite resource. We legit will never get this time back. And we spend it focused on everyone else and what everyone else thinks and what everyone else wants for our lives. And we never look at what we want or what we need. 2020 has shown us how short and unpredictable life is. And I don't want to look back at the end of my life and have regrets for the time I spent doing things I didn't want to do or the things that I didn't do because I was worried about someone else. I don't want to have regrets. I want to make it to heaven and feel like I have given this life all I could. Back in the day when we were still taking flights, the flight attendants always said to put our oxygen mask on before helping anyone else with theirs. And I think that's an important way to live our lives as well. Like we can't run around giving everyone else the oxygen they need and never putting on our own oxygen mask. We can't run around sustaining everybody else and neglecting ourselves. It doesn't work that way. Like life doesn't work that way. You end up burned out and resentful and unhappy and unfulfilled. And that's just not a way to live. We make a lot of excuses for why we can't do things for ourselves, like we're too busy or we don't have childcare or we don't have time. I believe these excuses really stem from a feeling that we are less valuable than all the other people and things that are taking over our thoughts and our time and our lives. We somehow feel that we don't deserve our own time. We don't deserve to do things that make us feel good that make us feel whole just because. You are worthy. You are valuable. Your wants and needs are just as important as your spouses and your kids, the partners, the clients, anyone else whose needs you're putting above your own. How many times have you snapped at your spouse and kids because of all the stress that you're feeling from all your obligations in life? Think about how things would change if you had just a little buffer against all the irritating things, the crazy things, the stressful things that happen every day. When we take time for ourselves, we create that buffer. Things don't feel as overwhelming. You feel more patient, calmer, more balanced. Uh, things are more manageable. We have to reframe the way we think about self-care. It's not a selfish act. It's not some indulgent, luxurious thing. It's a necessity. It's an integral part of maintaining your well-being, of you being the person you need to be and showing up as fully as you need to show up. You'll be a better spouse, a better parent, a better lawyer, a better friend. And if we can take care of ourselves 
and stop getting into all the negative limiting beliefs about why we can't, why we shouldn't, or these excuses that we make up. If we get out of that and actually allow ourselves to show up the way we need to show up for ourselves, the same way we show up for the rest of the world, then we will see major changes in our lives. The way that we're interacting with the people around us, the way that we view the things that happen in life, that we react to the things that happen. And that's not to say that practicing self-care is some magic pill and you'll never get irritated or never struggle or anything like that. I definitely still struggle at times and I get impatient at times and all of that. But from practicing putting myself first and making sure that I fill my cup before I'm pouring everything out to everyone else, I'm much more patient. I'm calmer. I'm less irritable. There are a lot of benefits, positive things that come from taking time for yourself. The most successful people recognize how important self-care is, and I want you to be successful. So go ahead and start making time for yourself as well. Okay, so now let's get into a few tips on how to make yourself a priority. Number one, make a list of all the activities that you'd like to do that would refill your cup. Don't edit yourself. We have this tendency to discount ideas before we even get a chance to really consider them because we don't think they'll work or we think it's too silly or whatever. Put it all down. Anything that comes to mind, even things that seem out of reach. And then order that list so the things that you most want to do are at the top. And that way, when you're trying to figure out what you should do, you already have a go-to list. Number two, Put yourself on your calendar before anything else. We allow everybody to fill our calendars with all their stuff, and then we try to jam our stuff in the spots that are left over. No, put yourself on the calendar first. You're the priority. You are number one. And so as you're preparing for your weeks, block out time for yourself. Select one or two things from your list and schedule them. Me time in the morning, a hobby that you want to do, breaks you're going to take during the workday, put it all on your calendar. And that way, when competing things come up, then you've already got that time blocked off. And now this doesn't work if you don't stand by it. So you can't be moving your stuff around or canceling your stuff or treating your stuff like it's not a real appointment. Like when I have myself on my calendar, that is my time. That's an appointment. So if somebody wants to schedule something during that time, I decline it because I already have something on my calendar. Number three, get an accountability partner. Now, I haven't tried this tip in this specific area yet, like in the area of making myself a priority. But having someone who will hold you to making time for yourself and who you can hold accountable will be really helpful if you struggle with this. It's really easy for us to make excuses for why we can't do the self-care thing that we planned, why we've got so much going on, so it's not going to work out today. I'm just too tired. I'm too busy. I'm too whatever excuse that we make up. This needs to be somebody who you know is going to hold you accountable, who you can share your struggles with, who will keep you on track, who you can keep on track. You don't want somebody who's going to allow you to slack and scrimp on your self-care Because as we've already discussed, it is so important. Number four, 
get up earlier to take time for yourself before you get your day started. So many of us get up and immediately hit the ground running. We get up and we're getting dressed and we're getting everybody else ready and we got to get the kids off here and get to work and it's just a hot mess. So what if you get up a little bit earlier and have some time to ease into your day? Do something just for you. I've mentioned before that I read my Bible and study in the mornings and meditate sometimes and just have general quiet time. Like having a three-year-old and 18-month-old is kind of tough to have quiet time in my house. Um, So getting up a little bit earlier before my husband, before my kids, the house is quiet and it's just me with God and my thoughts. And it's been such a game changer for me. I highly encourage you to try it. And you don't have to go from you know, waking up at eight to waking up at five. Maybe you wake up 15 minutes earlier and increase it by another 15 minutes each week until you get to the time that you want to wake up. But getting up earlier has really set the tone for my day. And I think it allows me to be more patient with my kids. It allows me to feel less frazzled and more calm and all of that. It's, it's such a simple practice, but It's made a world of difference and I highly, highly recommend it. All right, number five, say no to things that you don't want to do. A lot of times we're unhappy because we're doing things we don't want to do, trying not to disappoint some other person. But why is that other person's happiness more valuable than your own? Why are this person's feelings more important than your own? I say this all the time, but no is a complete sentence. It's very clear that in saying yes to things that we don't want to say yes to because we don't want to disappoint another person, we're implicitly elevating this person's thoughts or opinions or feelings or whatever above our own. And I think that's a dangerous place to be. So say no and stand by your no. And if you need tips on setting boundaries at work specifically, and making decisions for your life in the workplace, then head back to episode six. There are some tips in there around setting boundaries for your job. Okay, so let's recap. If you're struggling with making yourself a priority, you are not alone. I've been there and I still struggle from time to time, as do many people. There's no shame in making ourselves a priority and doing things that will refill our cup. It's not a luxury, it's a necessity. We have to put on our oxygen mask before we can help anyone else with theirs. Practicing self-care helps us show up as our best selves. It's best for not only us, but also everyone around us. A few tips to make yourself a priority in your own life. Number one, make a list of all the activities you'd like to do that will refill your cup. Number two, put yourself on your calendar before anything else. Number three, Get an accountability partner. Number four, get up earlier to take time for yourself before you get your day going. Number five, say no to things that you don't want to do. Okay, that's it for this episode. I'd love for you to join me over in our private Facebook community, the Wealthiest Community. Let's chat more about how we can make ourselves a priority in our own lives. Head to rowthomas.com slash community. If you got value from today's episode, please share it with a friend you think would also find it useful. And if you share on social media, don't forget to tag me at I am Ro Thomas on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, please subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening on. It's completely free. 
and you'll be notified when new episodes are released. If you're so inclined, you can also leave me a written review. As we close out, friend, I pray that you recognize your value. God doesn't make extras and he doesn't make mistakes. You are worthy. I pray that you will show up for yourself the way you show up for everyone else in your world and stop feeling shame around doing things to take care of yourself. And as always, I pray that you will continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.